You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. All right. Good evening, everybody. Today is uh, January 30th, 2020. And we're here tonight with Carrie. Carrie? What's going on? Um, well, we're 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 moving forward. We're still having a, a little bit of issues with people asking for stuff, needing some help, and then don't call back and don't answer the phone, and then uh, don't you know stuff like that. But this week, I think today is what is today Thursday on Monday we got a. We filed an appeal, and uh, they, you know, we, we what, what we've done is on the on the same on the uh, claims court, we filed three appeals for the same guy, and it ended up going to the uh, United States Supreme Court, and they and they accepted our um, appeal. So we're going wow. to be going to. So we're going to be going to we're going to be going to um, the Supreme Court with our with our complaint. Wow! So I'm pretty happy about that. Yeah, that's really cool. So we'll see what happens, you know, over the next however long it takes. So anyway, well, <laughs> it's um, coming unraveled. Before we, st- yeah, it's it's coming apart on them. It's starting to come apart on them. There's no question. Um, it's coming apart. So. Well, cool. So if that one, that one works, you got to have a guy who's going to be really happy. So are you prepared yeah, to make? Yeah. 51 copies of everything? I don't know what that means, but maybe. Well, apparently if you go to the Supreme Court, you got to make, when you make a oh, pleading, when you make a pleading, you got to copy it like 51 times or something like that. That's okay, too, because what we have, it, 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 you know, we're just going to find out. I don't know what we're going to do yet. I have never been there before, but we're going there now. <laughs> we're there now. So, yeah, we're there now, whether we want to be or not. So um, before we start, because we also get people saying they don't have time to ask questions, we're going to start off with questions if you have some. So that we can, so we can try our best to get them answered before we start. That way, if we don't answer them, then you've got your, um, uh, we got it, we got it uh, done for you. Star two answered. on your phone. If you got any questions, don't be shy. Step up now. Star two. 
All right. Okay. No one. Does no one have any? They do. Two eight one area code. Go ahead. Was the uh, appeal you had was that about mortgages on the claims no, court? It is. It's a, the claims court. The IRS. We went to the tax court. They don't have jurisdiction. And so we went to the claims court to get the money back that they asked for, that they took from us. So they 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 said what they did is they said they wanted it dismissed. So the claims dismissed it. So we appealed it. The appellate court dismissed it. We appealed it, and by appealing it, it automatically they tell you where to go. We appealed this time, and it went to the Supreme Court, the United States Supreme Court. And so what's going to happen is. We have to pay the $870 or something for the uh, filing fee, but we did the uh, pulpers form, and they took it. And then, uh, so Monday, we got the docket number, the judge who's going to oversee it, or how, I think it's three judges. In, uh, in, in, I don't, like I said, I haven't had a chance to go through it yet. And then they gave us a form to fill out and all that. So we're doing, it's a, anyway, so we're asking for a ton of, it's going to put a, it's going to put a, a whole lot of zeros in the guy's checking account. <laughs> that would be nice. Yeah, yeah. All right, so is that, is that your question? Yes. All right. And, and hey, thank you for asking. All right, 507 area code, go ahead. Hello. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. There you go. Go, go Hi, ahead. This is Lance from Minnesota. Can you get closer to your phone? It sounds like you're far away. Hello, go ahead, Lance. All right, I'm here. Can you hear me better? There we go. Yes. Uh, did your petition, and I have a court docket number, I'm um, just kind of curious as how long the process before I get something back from uh, the U.S. Tax Court. Well, on the U.S. Tax Court, we had a guy call today, and they said that they're just backed up. And so um, uh, he, his is taking a little longer also, but he called today, and the uh, lady at the, that answered the phone said uh, they're kind of backed up. But but it is in the queue and it is on its way to the uh, to the um, judge. So it's just a matter of him waiting on it. But you're asking me a question I don't know, and and the reason I don't know it because somebody may go and it takes three weeks, and somebody may go and it takes two months. So it, it, it's, if you send it in and the court hasn't acknowledged it, the best thing to do after you've been the best thing to do is call the court, the 202 number, and say, hey, um, I've had my order there. Um, can you okay. help me with it? Give them the name, and they'll look it up, and then they'll, they'll tell you, oh, that one's going to be, that will go in the next batch, or that was not going to go for three more batches, or that's going to be, they, they can kind of, they'll, they'll tell you what the court's doing and why and all of that. The best thing to do is to call the court. Door. And this call, they're very nice. The, the person that answers the phone is nice, and you'll hear her picking on the 
keyboard and you'll give her the name and if you have a docket number you give her the docket number so put it in and she'll say oh that one there uh it's still uh it's still waiting to be heard or it's still be waiting to be assigned or it's been assigned and, and anyway and they'll tell you where it's at oh wonderful that that's great information thank you appreciate it oh it's my pleasure um and I, I was doing, um, I have property taxes, and I had the state doing an assessment on, a, on in, well, they call it income, but, you know, on Federal Reserve notes that were, and I'm just wondering, should I just wait, wait till I get this back before I do that, or would I use your... Well, again, again, it, every day you wait is one day less you have at the other end. Write a letter, in my opinion, I'm going to give legal advice. Write a letter asking them if it's income taxes, how do they how do they want you to do it? If you get your state's income tax on line three, five, two, one, six, whatever line it is, it's going to say income. Um, they put it here they're, or something. They're like, Michigan. they're like Michigan, the same thing. It's an M1, just like right. you said in Michigan. Okay, and then what you're going to do is it'll tell you where to – you know, then then say on the on the M one, where do I get the number that goes on line six? And 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 okay, because they're saying uh, state income tax. If I work for General Motors, I don't get state income. I get General Motors income. See now now do you see? I play the dumb. I play no. I pay the stupid card. Hey, I don't understand. You're saying on the M one on line three put my state income there. I don't make state income. So where do I get that number? I don't understand. They'll tell you it comes off your federal, your federal uh, income return. Say, oh, it's better to, to write them because if you write them, they'll 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 tell you. Now you've got something, so that if then what you can do is send them a copy. Say, here's what you said. I got a court order saying that the IRS doesn't have jurisdiction since we're using the same number. They don't have jurisdiction. How did you get it? See, it gives you an argument that you can. Um, sustained. Does that make sense? It sure does. I didn't file an. I didn't. I haven't filed a 1040, so I don't. I, I'm sure they're taking it from the whatever was presented as, you know, the well, numbers they had. Okay, then let them tell. You, have you gone to the tax court yet? Uh, yes. Okay. Did you get your court order? No, I've, uh, the U.S. tax court, I, it's been uh, three weeks. I'm on the docket, and I'm waiting for That's fine. Okay, so so write a letter to them asking them, hey, on the M1 line 6, it says state income. Where do I get that? I don't understand. You know, I don't work for the state. I work for Billy Bob's electric company or something. Then what they'll do is they'll write you back saying that number comes from the 1040 so-and-so. Say that, so now you've got something. Then you can write them back and say, well, according to the Internal Revenue Service, they don't have jurisdiction. How did you get it? See, what you're trying to do is you're trying to get them to tell you something they can't tell you. Okay, See, I the understand. Funny thing, the, all right, here's the funny thing. You put a, a worm on the hook and cast your line in the water. Worms don't live in water, yet a fish cannot help itself. It's going to go up there and bite the hook. Then what happens then? It bites the hook today, and it's in the frying pan tonight. So because of their, their, their stupidity, not realizing that's not in the food chain, they're, they're the food chain now. 
So what you're trying to do is you're trying to get the state to bite the hook. Once they bite the hook, see, you don't tell them. Let them tell you. Then okay. If they don't tell you, I have a saying on all of my letters that go out. If you don't, if you don't answer me, then I'm going to do the doctrine of silence. I mean, the acquiescence of silence is you're dealing in bad dealings. You're using fraud as a legal tool. And then, see, then I, I become real aggressive with them, not, not verbally. But then what you do is you end up taking the state to court if you have to on the grounds. They're giving you an M1 or whatever you called it, and it's saying that you have to pay taxes and you're willing to do that, but I don't make state income taxes. They're saying this is a state income tax return. So the question is, I live in Texas. I don't make Texas income. I make uh, Florida income. So what do I do then? See, or I make, um, see, in other words, if you don't work for the state, how do you get state income? If you work for a car dealership and he pays you commissions, I work for, I, I have commissions income. Where does that go? See, would, I would, you, use I the word, would you use the word income, that, though? It doesn't matter what you use. You can say, I get paid from them. And, and, and uh, see, because it doesn't matter. Because, I'm sorry? Uh, say compensated or compensation. There you go. That's I don't even better. That's better. See, I don't make state compensation. I make uh, General Motors compensation. I make uh, painters compensation. Um, I work for Home Depot. I make Home Depot compensation. That's probably better. See, now let them say, well, are you that stupid? No, I'm stupider than that. See, now what you're trying to do is I want to do this, but I don't know, understand, see? Okay. Now, I had them years ago when I first started all this, the, 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 uh, the, uh, we don't have a state income tax here, but what the uh, Fed said is go to a CPA. I said, I tried to, but they want $900, and I sent you the invoice, and you didn't pay it. So I can't do that anymore. You either tell me what goes there so I can do it, or you're going to have to pay the CPA. One of the two, see? And, and, and it just kept building up with them, and, and they ended up indicting me over it. But that's okay. But do you understand, kind of understand the, the thing? I do. You're, okay. You're, one thing, you're do not. Yeah. I appreciate it. Yeah, do not, under any circumstance, say this. I'm not going to pay. Unless, because they don't hear the unless, they only hear I'm not going to pay. Then, see, the, the thing that I say is I want to pay, I should pay, I need to pay, I'm ready to pay, I'm willing to pay, but I don't know. See? Okay. It says state, see, it's, see, think about this a minute, okay? Do you make, um, uh, do you get, do you make, uh, uh, let me step back a minute. Do you have a airline pilot's license? No, I do not, that I know of. Okay, that's great. You're not going to believe this. I have the same one you have. I got mine in the same day, in the same aircraft, from the same guy, from the same person, at the same school. Is that oh, a true both statement? Yes, it is. See, I don't have one either. See, and that's what they can't get their arms around. One time, and what gave me the idea to start doing that is I was in court helping a guy, and the judge said, okay, Kerry, he said, do you have a license to practice law? Now, I'm going to ask you that. 
if you're helping somebody and the judge says, do you have a license to practice law, tell me what your answer would be. I've heard you before, and I would say I have the same okay. license as the other guy. Let's put there. them both up on, up on the uh, box. There. See? Instead, instead of saying, no, I don't have one, then he's going to say, you can't practice law. See, in other words, so, so I say, well, I've got the same one he's got. Now, the problem is, if he's, see, if he brings his bar card in and the judge says, that's the license, no problem. I object. I'm going to appeal via ruling on the grounds. The bar card, I can't find it where it says it's a license. See, I try to get myself any advantage I can. Doesn't that You're make pretty sense? You're pretty sharp. That's that's well. That's, that's, I, I, I appreciate that, but but see, do you see where I'm coming from on that? Yes, I do. I've been listening to you, and I'm trying to grasp it all. But you know, them comebacks are hard, hard to come with. You know. <laughs> well, I understand. And see, so what you're going to do is you're you're not going to say I'm not going to pay. See, my I have a saying that I say all the time: I'm ready, willing, and able, but I don't know. Now, I'm going to ask you a question. Since I'm helping you, I want you. I, I expect you to send me 500 And if you don't, I'm going to take your house and beat your kids up. What's the next thing out of your mouth? 500 of what? See, I'm not going to tell you, but if you don't give me what I want, I'm going to... See, that's what we're up against. That, to me, is a beautiful... I love that argument. So what I'm going to do is, hey... I want to, I'm ready, willing, and able to pay my taxes. On line three of the tax return, it says state income. I don't make state income. I'm confused. Help me. I don't understand what you're asking for. I make um, Home Depot compensation. I like that better than what I just said. So it says here state income, but I don't have state income. I have Home Depot compensation. So where does that number come from? They're going to tell you it comes from the 1040. Now I got them. That means that I would write them back. So you're saying, it, here's what you said. So you're saying it comes from the federal uh, taxes. So whatever I do from the feds, I do for you. Yes. Then you send them your court order saying, if they don't have jurisdiction, how did you? You have 10 days to answer it or consider this your, your notice to sue. And then file a lawsuit against the state. Because once, what I'm finding out, when I file a lawsuit against the county, they, everything stops. So if they're, trying to, if they're trying to close on a house because we won't pay property tax, once I file, once I file my lawsuit in the state, it takes that out of their jurisdiction, and the jurisdiction is now changed. Uh, we've had people that are that the uh, IRS is trying to take their home. So we appeal. Once it hits the appellate court, they can't move in because the, the district court that said they could take it, it's no longer, that, that, that order no longer stands. So now we're in is a this different court. Is this all state courts? Oh, no, it, 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 you can do that with feds too. But, but anything you have in the state, especially in income taxes, Texas doesn't have an income tax. So, but if you go and look at your your form, wherever it says income, it's going to. It, the, 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 you said it was an M one. If you read your M one, it's going to say a state M one. Are you from Michigan? No, it's but it's Minnesota. It's an M one too. Okay. It's right, the same. Okay. 
So, okay, if you look at that, it says it's going to say um, um, Minnesota. They said, it on their letter. they said it on their letter. That's where they derived it from. That they okay, said. Okay, see? See? So what you're trying to do is they got that. We have to argue this. Instead of saying, "Okay, I don't, uh, I don't have, I don't have income," see, I have compensation. That's perfect. See, you see, but I don't get it from the state. And here it says state income. I'm confused. Help me out so I can do it. I'm ready, willing, and able. I want to do it. Um, you know, no problem doing it. I can afford it. See, but but what they what they rely on is they rely on our stupidity or our inability to ask questions. See, now let me ask you a question if if you don't mind, okay? I don't know you from Adam. So, okay. are you bald headed? Are you bald? It depends on what do you mean by bald? Okay, no hair. Where? See how? See what you're doing? You're forcing my hand. See, because well, no, I have hair on my back, I have hair on my legs, uh, I have hair in my ears, I have eyebrow. See, I'm going to force you to tell me right now so that I understand exactly what you're asking. Doesn't that make sense? And that's all yes, I do. See? Okay. Right. Now let me ask you a question. Okay. Go ahead. What's the temperature outside? What location were you asking see, about? See how simple that is? Well, I meant in Hawaii. I have no idea. I'm not living there. So I can control what I say and the information they get. See? Instead of saying, well, it's 14 below. It's not here. It's 40 here. Well, well I'm right. not here. Now you're defense. See, now you're having to defend. You're in a position you have to defend. So the, the, the best answer is what you say, where? In Hawaii, I have no idea. I don't live there. I can only tell you where it is at X one two three Main Street. That's the only place I can tell you because that's where I'm at. See, and honestly, I, I couldn't tell you anyway because I don't have a thermometer on me. I, I just tell you. <laughs> too cold. That's even the see. Do you see what you're doing? You're not defending. If I put if I put my right index finger in your left eye, in your left eye, all the way to the knuckle, would it hurt? Well, it's a matter of what a you is, and hopefully it's not me. Okay. Okay. See, see, that's a good answer, but a better answer would be hurt who? Because, see, if you say yes, then I'm going to ask Tad. Tad, if I poke him in the eye, will it hurt? He's going to say, no, I don't feel a thing. See, now you're defending, and that's what we're doing in here. The other problem we have is when you're asked a question, we want we to we wanna answer uh, for a, a, a one answer, a one word question, we want a one word answer. We want to answer it with fifteen words. See, so the and so you, they'll ask a question. Well, where do you live? Well, I live in uh, uh, Texas, Harris okay. County, Houston, and on the Ship Channel, next to the uh, Motel Six on Main Street, down by the. That's not what they asked. Where do you live? Wherever I am, I'm living. I live right now. What I'm saying is you come up with a pattern of words so that what it does is for them to get, for them to get an answer, uh, it neuters the answer because when they asked me a question when I was indicted, 
What happened was the attorney would say, okay, Your Honor, we want to scratch that question because it no longer, it's no longer relevant. Because, see, they want me, well, how much income do you make? I'm glad you asked. I don't know. What's income? Well, you know what you get paid. Oh, I make 72 dubilators a year. The, ladies, the attorney said, what's a dubilator? It's income. What do you mean? Well, you didn't define income, so I can't. So I thought you meant dubilators. Never mind. We're not going to use that question. So now the one main question they wanted was how much money I made. They didn't get that. I never told them because, see, income's not defined in the, 10, in the 1040 or anywhere in Title 26. Income is not defined. Gross income is, but I don't pay taxes on gross income. The 1040 doesn't say this is a 1040 gross income tax return. It says a 1040 income tax return. So, so because of the way it's worded, if it, uh, I answered the question, how much do you make? I make 72 dubilators. Well, what's a dubilator? Well, it's income. What do you mean? Well, what do you mean? See, well, what, do you do? what do you mean by oh, I take my dubilator to the grocery store? And I trade it for a gallon of milk, three eggs, and a loaf of bread. Oh, uh, yeah. See, now they, they don't, uh, well, that's not what we meant. Well, what did you mean? See, in other words, if, if they're not defined, then you can't answer it. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. It does. See, so that, it's yes. the, yeah, it's, it, it's the same thing you're trying to do here. Get your income tax return or your income tax, uh, whatever it is, uh, form. Um, uh, in your case, it says M1. On, M on the M1, it says somewhere, uh, income line, how much income do you have? So the question is, if, the, if it says state income, if it's a M1 is a state income tax return or Mi Missouri income tax return or Michigan income tax return, I don't have any of that. I have General Motors income. So where does that I tried that, I tried that last year. They took money out of my banking account to pay it off. So well, I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna. Right. What you need to do is get an account. Try to get an account. See, see, see. That, I I'm always in front of the curve. I ask them. They don't answer me. Then I immediately take them to court. And by being in court, they can't, and all I'm asking is a simple question. They're saying that I have to pay Texas income tax. I don't make money in Texas. I don't, well, where, do you, where do you make it? Well, I make it from General Motors. I make it from Home Depot. I make it from uh, <coughs> Billy Bob's uh, restaurant. Well, I'm definitely, I'm definitely going to try it your way this time. I tried it a different way last year, and it didn't. I mean, it shut them down, but they still took my money. They, they didn't pursue anything, but right. they still took my money. Right. What, now, what you should, what you can do is get your now um, get you a checking account without a social security number on it. I, I, well, that'd be good. It's I got to find someone that'll do it. Um, Any bank will do it. <laughs> well, it's easier said than done, right? Well, no. Okay, have you ever tried it? No, I have not. I have to be honest. I have not. No. Then how do you know it's how do you know it's difficult? <clears throat> Just because it seems like everything's difficult with these people. 
I understand that. I have a process that when I'm done with them, they're begging me. They, when I went to the bank, they asked me, how many do you want? I said, can I get four? She said, you can have ten. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, but that's you. You're pretty good at what you do. I, well, I, I wish I'd have that. Thank you. years ago. But I'm starting now. So I, I said, I wish I'd have heard about you a few years ago, but I'm starting uh, where I am with it, you know. Yeah, well, um, at the bank, just a real quick note, that's not really what we're talking about right now, but at the bank, when you go there, ask them for a, a, an account. They're going to ask you for your name, your address. They're going to ask you for ID. You give them your ID. Then they're going to ask you for a Social Security number. You're going to say, wait a minute, what do you need that for? They're going to say, well, so we can, whatever they say. They're going to give you two reasons. There's only two reasons they're going to ask for it. It's either the bank's policy or it's the um, Patriot Act. What I do is I take the United States Constitution, the First Amendment, and I highlight freedom of religion. Texas Constitution gives me a freedom of religion. I highlight that, and I say, wait a minute. My religion says the Social Security number is mark of the beast. Are you telling me my religion, you're violating me now? And I say, not, don't say another word. But before I do, I get, all the, I get the information I need. I get the legal department's up front just in case i need it see they'll give it to you up front now they won't give it to you see so i get everything that i need so i know the the person i need to contact it might take you two or three trips in there but once i play the religious card on them it's a, you, you, uh, now when i walk in the bank now when i walk it's in true. they meet me at the huh it, it's yeah. true what you said it is it is freedom of religion yes it is okay there you go. See? And, and, and so what they do now, when I show up at the bank, they walk in the door. They take me by the arm. They walk me up to the window. There could be 10 people in line. They take me up to a window, open the window, do what I want to do, and they walk me back out. They don't want me in the bank very long. They only want me there in bond. They, they really don't want me in there because um, it, it's just the way it's working out. Well, I, I, you know, thank you, Terry. I mean, you, you're doing great. I don't want to take up the whole night. I'm sure there's other people. Um, on my property taxes, I just wanted to read this one to you. It says, please return this sure. letter when you, it says, please return this letter when you remit. And it has, just like you say, the year 219 tax, 1,106, and then penalty, but they have no dollar signs, and it just says, please return this letter when you remit. I have a process that I go through that I can take instead of doing it here, but I can walk you through a process that I came up with. And if you stick to it and you keep and you do what the process that I've done, you can maybe knock some of the edges off. It puts them in such a bind that we have several people now. We have the, the latest one is, is nine and a half years. It'll be 10 years this year. That that they 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 don't know he hasn't paid property taxes in ten years and they just don't know what to do with it because we we took them to court and the court said just tell them and they won't tell us so until they tell us we're off the we're, they they can't charge us taxes until they tell us and it's super easy they, we're asking one question they only have to answer one question and they refuse to do it. Well, I tell you, you're doing great. Um, I'll, Thank you very much. Appreciate everything you're doing. 
It's been an experience. Right, thank you so much. Just listening to you has been an experience. It's great. Well, thank you. Um, um, I got an email, and uh, this is what we go through. Anyways, l- let me see if I can find it here real quick. Does anybody else have a question so we can uh, go on with it? It's star two on your phone. Thank you for that caller call. Thank you. Thank you so very much. Okay, here's the email I got. It says, um, a an attorney brought a grandmother in for questioning, put her on the stand. The prosecuting attorney called her and asked her, do you know me? She said, yes, I know you. I've known you since you were a little boy. You're a liar, a thief, a conniver, and you're, in, and you're no good. She said, you cheat on your wife and you cheat on your taxes. So he was so shocked. He says, well, do you know the prosecutor? She said, yes, he's even worse. He cheats on his, on his wife, and, one, and his, one of his women he cheats on is your wife. So the judge, was taken, the judge was taken back and says, both attorneys, come here. He looks at them and says, if you ask her if she knows me, I'll give you both the electric chair. That's, that, see, that's what we're trying to do. We're not trying to, we're not trying to tell them anything. See, we're asking questions, and by the answers they're giving us, they're walking right off of the edge because the questions seem real simple, see? And so what we're doing is we're, we're doing our best to just, um, instead of telling them, I don't have to pay because, my question is, I want to pay, I just don't know how, see? Anybody that wants to, look up the word specie, S-P-E-C-I-E, in Black's Law Dictionary. That one word right there will protect you against all this nonsense. Because I'm going to go back, and I said earlier to the guy, I want 500 for tonight. And, he's, and so what's the next question? Well, what do, you, what do you want? That's specie. In other words, I'm ready, willing, and able to pay my property tax, my income tax. I want to. I don't know how. See, if they tell you, go to a CPA, say, no problem. They want $1,000 to do my taxes. Who do I invoice? Well, we're not going to pay it. Well, you're telling me to go spend $1,000, and all you have to do is tell me what species. That's all I'm asking. And I have a form that, I feel that I've got made up that will help you do that. You don't even have to talk to them. But if they don't answer you, they'll walk right off of the cliff. Now... Um, Anybody got any does anybody have a question? And uh, because we're we're here to do our best to try to help you rethink things so that you're not. We've been doing it the same way for so long; it's not working. So let's stop doubling back. Right. Let's try something different. Area code two eight one. Go ahead. What can you do about third-party conversion? That is where the bank cleans out your account on a notice of levy from the IRS. All right. First thing that I do, all right, is I go to the tax court and I get my court order. Then what I do is I ask the bank. Again, I don't tell the bank. I ask the bank, I'm confused. Why did you take my money? They're going to say, at least they always tell me, 
we have to do what the IRS says. Now, I got them because I got a court order from the tax court that says they didn't have jurisdiction. Then I take it there and I go see their, um, I go see their um, legal department. But what they normally do is they'll, they'll freeze it for 21 days. In that 21 days, I do nothing but I do a full court press on them. And, and, and I get the bank to admit they have to do what the IRS says. Once they release my funds, I've got all my paperwork in telling them, here's what they're doing, here's what you did. I, they didn't have jurisdiction. And, I may, and then what happens is when I sue the bank, I sue the bank because they got deep pockets. And I want to see. So I ask them, well, what did the IRS say? Therein lies the issue. They're using a notice of lien or they're using a phone call or they're using a, a text or a fax. I have a court order that says the IRS commissioner says they don't have jurisdiction, and that's what I use against them. Now, what happened to me was, um, I'm being, me being a flooring contractor, um, I was doing a, a big restaurant, and the materials were $100,000. So I asked for half of mine up front. It was in the material, all, and then the, some of the labor. Anyway, they gave me a check for $70,000 before I started. I deposited it into my account. I drove away. I wasn't gone 15 minutes, and I get a call from the bank, and the bank says, oh, by the way, the IRS just called us, and they want that $70,000. I went back and asked them who, who is the, uh, who is the um, legal department for your bank. I do banking at Chase. They said, well, it's in New York. So she gave me the lady and gave me the lead attorney, the phone number, the email address. I, got my, I walked out to my truck and I called them and said, here's what we got. We got a problem. So I ended up emailing my court order to them and said, here's what we're going to do. You said you, you, I have 21 days to do it. I, I need you to show me what the IRS said. I already showed them my certified copy of the, of the tax court order that says they didn't have jurisdiction. They said, well, we can't show it to you. I said, no problem, because when I go to court, I'm going to sue the bank on the grounds you took my money without proof. See, now the problem they have, if I file the suit against the bank, they're going to subpoena the IRS, and they're not going to come in. So I have a third party with third-hand knowledge. I'm the first, first-hand, and I've got uh, uh, first-hand knowledge certified co- copy. This went on for a couple of days. What ended up happening was the, man, the chase out of Manhattan, the lead attorney for the bank said, just go get your money. We decided it's not worth it. You, we're not gonna we're not gonna take it. That happened 11 years ago, and to this day, they have never taken a penny from me. They've never did. They just won't do it. So when the IRS sends the bank something, I took my my court order and I I it's on file. When when the IRS sends them something, they they just they don't take my money because the bank cannot afford if they take if they would have took my seventy thousand dollars, I would have sued the bank for a hundred million. And I'd have settled for somewhere. I'd have settled for someplace above seventy, below hundred. Because, see, the, what I'm finding out, the problem that we have is we want to tell them what they can and can't do. I don't do that. I ask. 
Well, how come you ta- how come you're taking my money? See, I play the dumb card with them. I'm not an attorney, and I don't understand. Why are you taking my money? They almost always say, well, we have to do what the IRS says. Oh, I got gotcha. you. Now I have that. They have to do what the IRS says. Then I hand them my court order from the from the tax court, which is a competent jurisdiction in a taxing situation. And not not the court, but the commissioner of the Internal Revenue Service said we forgot to give him we net we can't find what we gave him a notice of deficiency, a notice of determination, so we don't have jurisdiction from years. I got mine from nineteen ninety three through twenty seventeen. Maybe twenty sixteen, I forgot which every year I didn't do it to go online and you can see it. So if they give, if it, and then I did what they call an ROE, a revocation of election, and I, that took care of me from that point forward. But what I have done is I have taken myself out of the IRS's. Um, um, I'm not. I'm not on their radar anymore. <laughs> oh, not yeah. only that, if, if well, I might be. I might be, <laughs> but they haven't talked. But. The other thing that that I found out um, is if if you're interested in it, the the Internal Revenue Code, Title 26, is 9,800 pages. It's about six inches, seven inches thick, and it's written on onion skin paper. So it's it's gigantic. I have the entire Title 26 outline broken down in 29 pages. If you if you read those 29 pages. Anything the IRS asks you, you can break their back with those 29 pages. It's, and it's, that 29 pages has been uploaded to the members section of youhavetheright.com. It's in the document downloads. It's titled. So what, what, what happens is anything they ask you, that's right. what I use on them. I have a cover letter. I have a, a, a statement that I send to them. And, and so far, it's always protected me. When I got indicted, that was one of the things I used. I used some other things too, some other tactics. But that was the major one that I used because they're telling me what they can and cannot do. And there's, 20, there's 29 pages, whatever, 28, 27, 30, 31 Whatever it is, I forget exactly, but I have it made into a into a folder. And when I walk into an IRS agent, wherever it is, that's the first thing I hand him. Here, this is your copy. Um, let's go over it. And I have stuff highlighted in it, and notes <laughs> made in it, and yeah, stuff circled. And, and huh? Yeah, let's go over it. <laughs> yeah. And so here's what we got. Here's what it says. And this is what you said you can and can't do. And 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 I and 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 I'm just a, a butthole about it. The other thing that I have, I have a glossary page. Now the glossary page, what it does, is is when they ask me a question, if if I don't know what they're asking, see they're going to ask me um, one thing, and it's going to be something completely different. And if you and if you want to see it in black and white, I can show it to you. If there's somebody on here tonight that would like to, wouldn't mind looking it up, I'll show you just a couple of, it's a one-pager that will that will show you what they're doing. It'll control what they're doing. You, you, you'll stop them dead in their tracks. 
So does anybody else have a question? Star two to raise your hand. Star Just to two. let you know. Okay, just to let you know, today is Thursday. Monday, I got a call, and uh, um, th- th- there were six or seven. I, I get a lot of calls every day, but there were six or seven people that called, and they've been their Social Security has been taken. They take everything but five hundred dollars, and they've been doing it for a long time. Monday was a payday for them. They got one hundred percent of their. Um, uh, Social Security check for the first time in a long time. So we were able to use the court order. We were able to use that 30 pages. We were able to use the, 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 the tactics that we're using to put them in a position that they can't overcome. I got a letter from the IRS about three weeks ago, and it told them it, they told me not to write them any more letters because I was harassing them. So I said, okay, I won't, I won't harass you anymore. So the next day, I sent out five letters. <laughs> and about two months before that, I got a letter telling me that I can't use Title 26 anymore on them because it has no legal effect. <laughs> no legal effect. So, but right. we're, but we're, we're, we're stretching them. We're pushing them pretty hard. Okay, star two, if you have any questions. If you don't have any questions, then that's the end of the call. We can call it a night. Well, if you're interested in getting a hold of us, if you want to talk to me, go to you, youhavetheright.com, and, you, and what that will do, it will get you in contact with Tad. Tad will front the call or the email or the question, and then he'll get it to me. And a couple of things we like to ask is, one, tell us your email address and your phone number so we can get back to you if, it, if it's necessary. If it's not necessary, then we don't need that because I sure don't, you know, I'm not here to hustle you at all. Yeah, right. And uh, we have a couple of items that we're, we're getting now is we, we're doing an ROE, which is a revocation of election, and um, that you can get the information on you have the right. There's some information on it there. And um, if you want to know what they are, go to Title 26, Section 6013, and, and read G and H real slow and careful. And it, it tells you about it there. That's Title 26, 6013, the letter G and H. Any other questions? Yes, area code 507, go ahead. <clears throat> yes, I, I did a revocation of election uh, for 2019. If you'd like, I could, send, I could send you the copies if you wanted to compare it to what you're doing. Well, I know I've been doing it, I've been doing it for a long time. So, but if you want to, send it to Tad, that's fine. Okay, because, uh, you know, a certified mail, IRS commissioner, all that stuff, right up the right. Senate, all the places, green card signatures, all that fun stuff. 
Well, what what I what what I do on mine, I have them send them UPS or FedEx. That way, when you when you go and get your, you can go online. You can go online and see the delivery, and it and they say deliver to the mailroom, Billy Bob, four oh six, and then I print that and have that with my stack. But but it but you're, the way you did it is fine. I'm sure it's fine. Not a problem. The, the signature card, United States Postal Service, is how the guy told me to do it. So I was just going to, if you wanted some resources, something to look at. Sure, if you don't, yeah, send it to Tad, if you don't mind. Get a hold of Tad and send it. We'll look at it and see if there's any corrections we can make on ours. No problem. Okay. I just do a little reaction here and there, and it's all good. That would be great. Thank you so much. We appreciate that. Well, thank you. Does you anybody, well, we thank you. So does anybody have another question? Um, so far, no. So I think we're going to go ahead and call it a night. Well, I want to thank you for being here. If you have any questions, then go to youhavetheright.com, and there are some things on there that you can go on, and if you need to get a hold of me, or Tad, there's a there is a place on there to do it. Tad monitors it, he gets it, and we'll go and go from there. All right, everybody, thank you very much, and thank you too, Carrie. And we'll see you guys again probably next week. So good night, everybody. Thanks so much. Good night. You've worked hard for what you have: your money, your assets, your 401k, and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to three million dollars in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss, and if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save twenty-five percent off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com/aware. Terms apply.